Coming at you live from the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters headquarters, this is the Mass Turbulence Podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to the Mass Turbulence Podcast brought to you by the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters. Is this episode one? I kind of forgot. <laughs> no, it's, it's been a while, hasn't it, guys? As for me, I've been on the road. Quite a while. <laughs> yeah, we've just had, kind of had one of those. Life has happened multiple, multiple times in the last few weeks. And it started out, you know, that we had a few backup episodes in the can, but then we kind of burned through those. And we just didn't uh, have the opportunity to uh, get together to uh, to do the uh, to do the episode. So we've had a couple of weeks off, but uh, you know, it's glad to be back into the podcast and glad to see uh, some familiar faces and to make some new friends today. Uh, today we've got the uh, we've got uh, Josh Bowling with us as per usual, and Josh Blevins. So we have Josh in stereo. Own oh, your stereo. Hey, now. Ba-dum, bump. <laughs> oh, yeah, dad jokes abound. Those are the and best we, ones. Yeah. And also, we have our special guest that we're going to introduce here in just a moment, the uh, West Midlands Ghostbusters from over across the pond. Uh, but before before we uh, get into that, though, remember you can catch our uh, podcast on just about any podcast provider out there. Uh, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, uh, anywhere that you can uh, listen to a podcast. We are most likely there. And if you uh, have an idea for a show, uh, you can email us at smokymntghostbusters at gmail.com. Or if you uh, come up to our uh, Facebook page, the uh, go to uh, Facebook and it's slash Knoxbusters, K-N-O-X-B-U-S-T-E-R-S, uh, because we were originally uh, based out of Knoxville starting out. Um, you can uh, hit us there and uh, message us and give us ideas there. So any way that you want to reach out to us and let us know that if you want to be on the show or just have an idea for a topic, we are wide open to it. So now, without further ado, I present you the West Midlands Ghostbusters. We have Dean, Lee, and Jazz here with us. How you doing, guys? <laughs> Hi everybody! Hey, uh, we've we've all made it, thankfully as well. Um, Lee, it's lovely to see that you could make it. Uh, we had a bunch of technical issues before we joined. Um, yeah, we're all good, thank you. Really excited to be here. Thank you for the. Oh, we're uh, glad to have you on the, the show. It's lovely to great. see you. Yeah. So, uh, tell us a little bit about the West Midlands Ghostbusters. Ooh, okay. Um, Funnily enough, that we don't have a whole lot of history yet. Uh, we we formed as a group in um, December of 2021, quite late actually in December 2021. It was probably that kind of quiet gap in between um, Christmas and New Year. Um, 
And I kind of went looking around during that sort of downtime. Um, just watched Afterlife recently, obviously, um, and was kind of like, "There's, there's, there's got to be a, a chapter um, of Ghostbusters fans near me." Um, you know, because like Birmingham and the area around it, it's the second city in in England. You know, big population, blah 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 blah. Um, so did what everyone would do and jump on Facebook and had a look around, and there was there was nothing. Uh, there's there's uh, there's a group, quite a long established group to our east, uh, the East Midlands Ghostbusters. There's groups to our west when you i don't even know if that way is west uh but to our west when you uh when you hit the the welsh borders and you cross into wales uh people to the north people to the south but nothing in this really big area of uh of the west midlands which covers like a couple of different counties um so i started one um and two of the first guys that joined are are here uh and it's lee who I affectionately refer to as the heart of the West Midlands Ghostbusters, and uh, and Jazz, who although you can't see him, is 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 basically our, our our audio guy. So it's kind of ironic that you can't see him, but you can only hear him because Jazz does a lot of audio stuff uh, professionally as well as for us. When we did the um, the Reitman tribute for you guys, it was Jazz that cut that together. Um, so so yeah, we. Um, we started small and each time we grew a little bit, we kind of thought, um, especially, you know, I had this conversation with Lee. It was like, well, we're not going to get much bigger. Um, and then we did, and then we did, and then we did. And in, I guess, what, six months, we've hit about 200 and I don't want to leave anybody out, about 240 members-ish, guys. I think last time I checked, it was around um, 240. Um well, I must say now, Dina, now bad. that you've outed me out as the sound guy, and not having my board. camera on, I um, <laughs> will officially be known as the guy who has a shtick where he doesn't come on camera now just for the sake of. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your angle now. That's your thing. Two hundred and forty-four. There we go. So we got two hundred and forty-four um, West Midlands Busters. Um, there, a, a good chunk of them. Uh, are kind of like fully kitted up and they've got proton packs, they've got uh, full uniforms, blah, blah, blah. They are rocking the shameless plug. They're rocking the West Midlands Ghostbuster patches uh, and all that kind of good, good stuff. Uh, Thank you, thank you. Um, And we we also have guys and girls that kind of want to get into that world but don't have anything yet, and that's okay as well. And we've got guys and girls that are kind of halfway where maybe they've got a jumpsuit but they don't have a proton pack or, or whatever or they're, they're working on it so um yeah it's it's a really super lovely group um we've only kind of had a couple of uh sort of attempts at scams and and fake accounts hit us a couple <laughs> of times and now i say that we're just going to get blitzed i know but um thus far we've only had to boot like one person who wasn't a real person um and yeah, it's uh, it's it's lovely just watching it grow, and um, it's great that these two guys can be here because they have played a huge part in um, in welcoming people in and making the place feel as homely as it is. So um, yeah, it's kind of our um, it's kind of our second home. You know, it, it didn't exist, okay. so we built it. I'm starting and, to um, think that I'm there are more hardcore Ghostbusters fans per capita in England than there are in the United States. <laughs> 
because uh, you know we did we did an interview with East Midlands about a month or two ago, and and then and they kind of said the same thing. You know, there's Ghostbusters all over the place over here, and I'm starting to think that uh, England has a has more Ghostbusters that dress up than a lot of places do in the United States. Well, how large of an area are we talking that your group covers? That's one thing I'm wondering. That is a good question, <laughs> and I'm definitely not Googling it. Um, because, uh, you know, it, oh, Wikipedia, what do you know? They have something about the West Midlands. Um, da, 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 da. Um, Talk about uh, yourselves. Uh, Jazz, Lee, help me out. No, well, I Dean is absolutely right. I mean, um, I've... I've I've always wanted, um, because I've been a Ghostbusters fan since, since growing up, really. And um, it was only re- until the last few years I've recently rekindled. And one thing I did notice was I've seen so many American videos of so many American chapters, you know, having, you know, dressing up, doing the charity events and going to conventions and making their own pack. That I felt kind of really sad because I was like, well, you know, I'd love to be involved in something like that, but over here we only got a handful of group, and even then, you know, it's like it, they're not anywhere near where where I am. And for Dean to have, um, I, I just stumbled on the West Midlands Ghostbusters um, somewhere around December time, and um, and I was like, oh, okay, this is fairly new. Um, I'm going to jump on it because if I don't jump on it, then I'm just going to end up missing out on it. And and I'm glad I did because, like Dean said, there's so many wonderful people in the group, and I've felt so welcoming. And suddenly, I feel like um, I'm part of like the Ghostbusters. I'm like part of the group, and and I, just, I think that's just really cool. And I think it's it's like Dean said, it's it's like having a second family and a second home to go to, and. Uh, Honestly, it's, it's brilliant, and um, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's like I, now I feel like you guys. I am now a Ghostbuster. I'm halfway there, but I'm I'm, I'm a Ghostbuster nonetheless. <laughs> I, I mean, you're a shy one. We don't get to see his face either. But uh, yeah, you you are you you absolutely are. Uh, so facts. So you're looking at about a population of about 6 million people all told uh, in our area. Uh, and it equates to about 5,000 square miles ish. Um, I'm not sure if there's like a comparable, you could probably, I'm sure I have no doubt that you could comfortably fit us in like the corner of a multitude of states over in the U S as far as kind of land mass is concerned. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a decent yeah, old chunk of, um, and, of England for 3 sure. million people. So based on that 0.008% of the population cosplay as ghostbusters. So <laughs> based on, based on the 3 million. I'm all right with that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll own that statistic. That's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, I, you, you referenced the, the East Midlands, um, and, and I mentioned as well the guys to the West in Wales. We do have a couple of guys who kind of live in both groups because they're kind of right on that border and they don't really want to sort of pledge allegiance one side or the other. So, so that's all fine too. Um, we've got a couple of honorary members as well, like the guy who played Slimer. Um, he got invited along and he joined uh, from the original movie. Um, but for the most part, yeah. Uh, 240 yard people are um, 
yeah, kind of either born and bred or ended up in uh, That kind of gives me an idea. Maybe we need to make Robin Shelby an honorary member of a Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters, Josh. There you go. I mean, I mean she's a friend of yours and everything, so. <laughs> well, yeah. Robin, if you oh, happen oh, to be uh, watching this episode, uh, you're now an honorary member of the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll go ahead and get your flat suit made and sent out to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start offering that kind of level of endorsement, though, because at the moment, all, all we can manage really is to send somebody yeah, a patch. So that's, if you can rein that back a bit. Yeah. Otherwise, I you're going to steal everybody the money and honor remember. Actually, traded patches with us, if I recall. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 That's right. We. Um, yeah. We, I think we have uh, yeah, Luke two Moody, of your patches. A lot of times yeah. he's on this show, but uh, his work schedule has changed. And Luke, we miss you a lot, buddy. Um, but he is the guy who is just absolutely gung ho on the patches. And uh, so he's been trading patches back and forth. And uh, so I think he probably sent you all the one that had the slime on it. And um, and the yeah. two. And the two, yeah. Yes. Those are our yeah. tradable patches. Um, our That's official right. uniform patch we don't trade, but um, kind of out of, uh, I guess, protecting the brand a little bit. Because if, uh, you know, if somebody's doing something that you shouldn't be doing and, you know, yeah, but mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, but anyhow, anyways, so tell us a little bit about um, do y'all uh, do any uh, charity work, things like that? Um, currently, no, we, we, we've not directly done anything ourselves, um, mainly because we're we're kind of just still establishing ourselves a wee bit and um, and figuring out, you know, what we want to do, who we want to support. Oh, we've lost Lee. That's sad. Hopefully he'll come back. Um, so, so no, not directly. But what we have done um, is we've worked with the more established kind of neighbor chapters um, to, to help out on work that they're doing. So the East Midlands guys, for example, were recently involved with, we have Make-A-Wish over here as well. Um, and they were involved with a uh, Make-A-Wish um I'm not sure what the, the the right word is. Wish, I guess, um, of a of a little boy who who wanted to be a Ghostbuster. So um, you know, we we sent him like a patch and stuff, and um, you know, uh, loads of best wishes and all that kind of thing, and little video messages and so on. Um, so so yeah, we're just, we're kind of at the moment just sort of watching and learning what everybody else does um, with a view to kind of going down that road at some point down the line. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's okay at the moment because I think if Definitely. we if we if we rush to do it, you know, I'd rather do it slow and do it right than just oh yeah barrel I think you got the right something idea. completely mess it up and and embarrass it ourselves is definitely and better everybody to start else. Up small. Definitely better to start. So up no, small. not at the moment. Uh, you know, that's kind of yeah, you know, what yeah, we absolutely. have done in the past. Yeah, we just yeah. picked one. We started off doing. Uh, just a toy drive for a local children's hospital. And then just this last year, we've increased it to two. And then we're at, now we're adding a different summer, summer um, charity event that we'll actually talk about here towards the end of the episode. Um, so, uh, 
So what what's your like some of y'all's what's your what's your kit, Dean? What do you uh what, when you go out, what's uh what's your equipment? Um well I'm I'm one of those kind of almost there uh sort of guys. Um so so when I can when I when I say to people, yeah, it's fine, it doesn't matter how much kit you've got, you can of course you can still join. <laughs> um, I'm kind of walking the walk and talking the talk on that because I don't have a full kit yet. So I've got um, I've got a flight suit. I've got you know the the um, the belt. I've got I've got a a trap just here actually that hey, that's I built a good looking myself. Trap. I got that little pride and joy. Um, thank you, man. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, actually, someone in the group is currently putting the finishing touches to my first proton pack. Um, I got to give a shout out, by the way, to some of the guys mm, in yes. the group. The talent mm-hmm. in our group is obscene. We've got 3D printers. We've got uh, scratch build guys. We've got um, you know guys that cosplay not just in Ghostbusters but in so many different kind of fan uh, worlds. Um, we've got electronics experts we've got guys that can you know take a a vape uh pipe and turn it into a smoking trap overnight and stuff so yeah i'm learning from those guys as well um so that's that's kind of where i'm at um about that trap how did you what's it made out of did you print it or manufacture it it's uh it's uh, it, it came from a supplier called yeah. Ben of Kent. Yep. I don't know if you guys know the I guy over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Ben of Kent trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we know Ben. Um, so yeah, I uh, I got all the the parts, and I kind of like. I'll just grab it again. So I, I like really beaten up stuff. So you know, it gets all scratched and beaten and broken and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, this was a Ben of Kent three uh, D print. Um, the uh, the one that's being built for me is. Uh, is a 3D the proton pack that's being built for me is a 3D print as well, um, and uh, yeah, the only thing I can lay claim to is I designed the patches. <laughs> all the all the hard oh, work yeah. is Bit done by Kent, people man. that are more talented stuff than me. Is legendary over here in the states. So, uh, Josh, well, actually, both Joshes are a both rock Ben and Kent, and I'm like you. I, I'm, I'm a 3D print pack, so. Um, I'm assuming yours is probably is your are you using a is it a Q pack that you're printing or a Quentin Michaels? Yeah. Uh, for that, <laughs> I, I would have to refer you to my pack guy because I I, I have no idea. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I really want one of those. Can you make it happen? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky, his name is. Um, <laughs> shouts out to Ricky. Give me a discount. Um, yeah, Ricky's Ricky's the guy that's working on it, and uh, yeah, he's insanely talented. He sold his first kind of his first attempt at a pack, which he built a couple of years ago. He sold it for, I guess, what would be the equivalent of about two thousand dollars, I guess, because um, it was just phenomenal. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the next one off the line from him is mine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's all good fun. Mm. It's all good fun. It's yeah, like waiting yeah, for yeah, a baby yeah, to arrive. Yeah, mine. It I. It took me probably three months of of hard work, about a month and a half of twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, week printing uh, to get all the pieces, and then about that long to assemble, and uh, then probably a couple of weeks of electronics work to get mine together. So yeah, it's 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 it is a labor of love. It really love. 
<laughs> Labor of mm. love. So. So what, what you're telling me, John, is I need to either just <laughs> quietly back away and let the real talented people talk, or I need to pay Ricky more. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't say I'm very talented. I think, I think honestly, I got lucky either or, when, either I, or. when I printed mine, because I tried to replicate that with my son, <laughs> and his did not, we got about halfway through, and his pack just did not turn out, the, the parts did not turn out as well as I'd hoped. So we're going to... Uh, He's actually decided he'd just back the pack from Hasbro. And uh, so we kind of dropped his uh, pack project and waiting for his to arrive in the, in the, the mail. Yeah, I think that's the route that I went. But... Yeah, the Hasbro pack is really, really nice. It's, it's a shame. I, I couldn't, um, uh, unfortunately, I couldn't back it, but it, it is Absolutely. I'm, I I ended up backing it for him and and then I, I had to beg really, really, really hard to my wife to let her let me back it for myself <laughs> uh as a Christmas present. Uh because <laughs> the the weight on it being about 15 pounds uh, was kind of what really drew me to it. Um because I have some back issues, and my pack probably weighs 21, 22 pounds. Some days it feels like 40. <laughs> but uh, Well, I haven't been a Kemp pack, and I picked his pack up, and I thought it felt like it was a plastic, like a spirit pack. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Yeah, uh, You're welcome. It, it is lighter than his, but it... it but now you got you need to you've got to have to book in that though. We put our packs side by side, and you're like, and you're both like, man, we can't really tell much of a difference look wise. So it does look good. Yeah, you got you got to book in that man. Don't 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 uh, don't kill my pack here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it was locked. Yeah, yeah. Well, it felt like, it felt like a plastic toy. I mean. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, Oh, my shoulders are sore by the end of the day. Not really. If it looks the part, but now you know we also have uh, a couple of Spirit Halloween packs that my sons are using, and uh, you know if with the right you know amount of paint work, and if you do a lot of beating up on it and stuff, you can you can turn them into a decent looking pack. So. Yeah, we've. I was going to say, um, I saw someone. Yeah, I've. Uh, oh, sorry, carry on, Friends who've yeah, got the spirit uh, Halloween packs, and they use theirs um, for when like, they have some scratch built packs as well, but they use theirs, their spirit Halloween ones um, for like when they do parties, so like uh, the kids can put them on. I think he maybe having time was some, at it again. <laughs> maybe he's having he's some got audio into the issues. Network. <laughs> I think I could read lips, and I think I know what Lee just said. So it's probably good we couldn't hear him. Family show. Can <laughs> we <you> translate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I probably shouldn't. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm what pretty sure he's muted himself by that point. Uh, and then, language. Can Ray say something about spirit pack? No, no, no language from me. Yeah, I, I was actually quite um, before I decide to get um, the Haslap pack because I bought the wand when it came out, and I thought, oh, wouldn't it be so cool if they did a pack? And lo and behold, there you go, they released a pack. So I had to back it. I had no excuse then. But um, one thing I did really like about the Spirit Halloween pack was I was in the Spengler Workshop Facebook group, um, which is a fantastic but terrifying place <laughs> because you see so many talented people and then you're just that new noob that just sits there going, oh, oh goodness, um, what do I have to offer these people? Um, but I saw so many amazing mods done to um, the Spirit Halloween. I, one of my one of the favorite ones that stands out was someone actually managed to turn the Spirit Halloween one into the video game, or with different ver- like all the different modes on it, and just the level of creativity that just the people have. It kind of makes me look forward to see what what mods people will do once the Bengler pack comes out. Yeah. I mean that the the side it's like the one one in one scale, so that's half the job done on it. So it's just what people will do with that. It's going to be amazing. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be a little afraid to try any mods to that pack because I've put that'd be a little too much money to throw away if I messed mm, it up. Same, same. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, same. Spirit Pack over here in the states uh, it runs around sixty dollars US, and um, you know, if you mess one of those up, you know, you're not breaking the bank or anything. But um, yeah, there's a lot of neat mods out there. I, I've got uh, my oldest son and my middle son. Um, they both have spirit packs. And my my middle son, he uh, he was really big into Pokemon a couple of years ago. And I took his pack and made the Cyclotron uh, look like the, a Pokeball. And... <laughs> Oh, and then cool. I, when cool. I did the the lights, I did different colored lights for each nice. color of the energy type in the card set, and uh, and it looked really oh, neat. Wow. Uh, I was I was pretty pleased with it. But then when he decided he was going to suit up and go start going to events, uh, he was like, "I think you know we might want to uh, paint it the right color and everything." And I'm like, "Well, all right, you know." Or I may have said, "Let's paint it the right color." <laughs> Since we're going to a, an actual <laughs> event, and uh, we colored, we painted over the the red and white. But um, it, it was a it was a neat pack. One uh, at the time when we made it, though. That is very cool. I mean, I I I guess I I don't want to speak for the entire Ghostbusters oh, yeah. community in England, <laughs> but. Why we get screwed? I mean, we, we, you know, there's there's absolutely no chance of us getting like a a sixty pound budget uh, proton pack in in England, in the UK, even no way. You know, um, when when you guys were posting your you know your really cool Ecto one popcorn toppers and all that kind of stuff, and and people were kind of saying, oh yeah, I went to see Afterlife and I got this kind of whatever it was, one sixteenth scale Ecto-1, nope. and then there's lights on it and all that, that kind um, of stuff. We get I'm still upset that, that. Um, we didn't get none um, of that. The, uh, Mattel um, PKEs and the traps, and now we, we had to like... Oh, I'm just, uh, it was too late for me when I found out that they sold out, but um, researching them now, you can only get them off eBay, but over there, it's just like, oh, 
you don't have to spend $500 on top of posters of packaging. <laughs> Do you all have... So yeah, it's it's good you guys have got that to... to you've got those toys to play with because um, genuinely it's <laughs> like... And I, I, we get really jealous, just so you guys know, that like, you know, when, when, when you stream from, I don't know, a Walmart oh, yeah. or whatever around Halloween and there's an entire aisle or at least an end of an aisle devoted to Ghostbusters and you can walk into like our biggest Asda, which is, you know, nope. basically Walmart. Um, nothing, even around Halloween, just nothing. No, no kind of cheap jumpsuits to, to throw on the kids. Just, just nothing. Did so, you all uh, get like any of the action yeah, figures or Hideously neglected over here. Ah, yes. Now, yes, we did. Um, I am sadly slightly older than <laughs> Jazz and Lee, possibly combined. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I do remember the uh, the real Ghostbusters figures. We got those, absolutely. They they were all over the place. Um, but kind of so since like then... So, newer Plasma um, series before figures, then, you and all since didn't get then, any of those for like Afterlife or... Yeah. You could get those, yeah. If you went to kind of speciality comic book stores, then yeah, but you would never see them no, it as is, kind it of was mainstream in, I think, um, as, as you guys could find them. Dean's absolutely no, right. That's no the way. only place. Um, we have a we have a store over here called Forbidden Planet, and they're the ones that tend to. Uh, last time I went there, I think it was a week or two ago. Um, I did see that they had about four of the brand new um, um, plasma series figures. Um, but other than that, if you want to buy the retro, retro, um, uh, real Ghostbusters original Kenner figures, the only way you can get them from over here is through select charity shops or very, very antique, uh, specific antique toy stores. Yeah. <laughs> really? I think we, we've got one and I think they do sell a few things, but, um, other than that, it's not like you can just pick it up online, um, or just... Um, that's one of the problems we had with um, getting our hands on the Ultimate Ghostbusters Ultimate Collection. I think mean, there was a whole problem we had over here where they didn't have the version they were selling at hundred and fifty. What was it, two hundred dollars, something like that? Yeah. Our um, estimate, and um, the, we didn't have the digital. Um, we didn't have the light up trap uh, gimmick, and um, we didn't have the digital codes either. Wow. And whereas my friend. In Massachusetts, yeah. she managed to pick one up from like um, Target. I mean, like ninety dollars. I was I, like, I'll be Ugh. honest with you. I I actually felt like that the merchandising with Afterlife in a lot of ways. Even, I mean, I can imagine how you guys felt, but I felt like that merchandising was pretty sad even here in the states. Um, I mean, yeah, we had you know the the run of plasma figures, and then we had the little uh, fright features figures that came out. But it was, it seemed like they were very low quantity. And, you know, right now, it seems like anything that's collectible has just been absolutely a horrendous market for that right now. It's like mm. that these guys will go in, rake them off the shelves, and then go and sell them on eBay for, you know, five, six times what they're really worth. And, you know, kind of creating false scarcity, but um, I can't even imagine how, like I said, how you guys 
feel. And I'm hoping that, you know, when they um, give us the sequel, that now that we know that that's coming, uh, I'm hoping that they will merchandise that a little bit. Because, I mean, I think we can, I think it's pretty safe to say that COVID kind of scared off some of the merchandising a little bit. Uh, especially with the movie delays and things like that. So I'm hoping that when we either get Afterlife 2 or who knows, maybe it may surprise us and we get a 2016 part two. Who knows? Um, We'll get the, um, we will get the merchandising that we should have gotten with Afterlife. Because I do feel like a lot of, there was a lot of stuff that, you know, I know that we're coming out that, you know, they were coming out we. They were supposed to have Ghostbusters Afterlife Twinkies and some other things like that, and that got axed. Um, so maybe we'll get some of these things that come along um, with the next movie. At least I can hope. <laughs> you know, and you all will too. I mean, we did. I think the closest thing we got. Um, oh, sorry. Um... No, go ahead. Uh, I, I'm just saying that I hope you all get them too. Oh, yeah. I think the closest we got to was, um, was um, I think for the 2016 Ghostbusters, we managed to get, um, I think it was, I don't know whether we call them Twinkies over here, do we? Do we call them Twinkies? Do we, do? I remember we had the um, lime, the lime Twinkies, Ghostbusters feed one with a green, um, which was absolutely delicious, but I forgot. I wonder if we called Twinkies. You can, you can, um, you can get Twinkies, but it's just six grown men having a conversation where where the sentence starts. Yeah, you can get Twinkies. Um, this is our life, guys. Uh, you can get Twinkies in the yes. UK, but um, they they like show up in random. We, you guys have dollar stores, right? Where it's like. <laughs> only like two items in the store are actually a dollar and then everything else is way, way more. Um, so in, in pound stores over here, um, you, you sometimes just have sort of random um, confectionery and stuff rocking up from around the world. And yeah, occasionally you will see just kind of like a, a couple of rows of, of Twinkies and stuff. Um, but I don't think they're like widely kind of commercially available. Uh, in the UK and any of the like officially branded stuff. Um, oh, actually, no, I lie. We, we Jazz oh, Lee, yes, we got the. Yes, do you remember yes. that Monster Munch crossover? So we've we've got um, a um, potato kind of corn snack thing, um, like a bag of chips. Um, that whole range was sponsored by Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, Unfortunately, and I think that was probably the only thing we still don't have the highest ecto cooler. So I'm really jealous about that this day. I want the ecto cooler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, if you if you guys have drunk that, then that's the equivalent (laughs) of someone drinking the elixir of youth because we have no idea what it tastes like, what it smells like, what it looks like. uh, Home, we just know it exists. Ecto coolers out there, at least from what I've uh, been told. I haven't tried them yet, but. I have heard that there's some really good ones out there, but I, I'm amazed. So you all didn't get Ecto Cooler even back in the real Ghostbusters era? Nope. Wow. Hmm. 
Yeah, no, I, I would. Yeah, I'd be jealous yeah, I too. I mean, I, I'll be pretty upset. I think uh, we're complaining because we don't have it constantly. <laughs> you know, guys, I'm starting okay. to sense that we're not bitter, there is a, we're, we're a okay black about market it really, opportunity right? for us here with the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy the hell out of Smoky Mountain Ghostbuster branded. Um, you couldn't call it. You'd have to change the name, right? You couldn't call it the exactly same thing. But yeah, I'd give that a go. Well, we could. Uh, I don't some, know if it'd get uh, through customs, but I'd give it a go. If you're going to the national park, that um, anytime somebody sees a bear, right, it, it, it's, the traffic stops and it just backs up, and we call it a bear jam. And so. You'll, you'll hear people say, where can I get some bear jam? I keep hearing about it. Bear jam, bear jam. So we need to work in the, somehow the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters, some type of jam instead of Ecto Cooler. We just call it Ghost Snot. Just throwing that out there. Well, we, can, <laughs> we can work out a, uh, a percentage share, you know. <laughs> well, I wouldn't Except even think about it. Uh, collectively, but... we came up with this idea. So I wouldn't we even think about like Ecto Cooler. I'm just sitting there thinking like, man, we could like buy up some of these uh, um, toys when they come out and be like, all right, you know, we'll, we'll do like a 20% over retail or something and, and like ship them to England. Well, I said twenty percent, not seventy five. Oh, well, I've seen you know, just enough to make up the. <laughs> I... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this whole podcast just <laughs> all our listeners? We're going to uh, we'll make us millions. Is that what's going on? We will be your black market contacts for uh, Ghostbusters <laughs> merchandise. Uh, you can go through a. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm asking asking that in a kind of accusatory way, but we're sort of down. We're we're there for it. uh, Yeah, send it over. You can take a a little slice (laughs) off and water it down. We'll give you Lee's mailing address, and you know he can he can take a take a little slice off and water it down and pass it on. It'll be great. Hey, we found all these cups or whatever, and we bought them off. You want one? It's this price, and we'll send it to you. No, that thing is. I mean, I'd be I'd be happy to help you all out you know find things you know and just uh you know just take care of the the shipping costs that's that's what would kill it right there but like this this here's a uh yeah here is a mm. here is a ten dollar <laughs> here is a ten dollar yeah, but it's gonna cost you 75 dollars to ship it <laughs> bargain <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and in fact, that's that's what we have to do. Um, when the mm. uh, the Reitman pins dropped from GB fans, um, obviously a load of our guys really, really wanted those. You know, they wanted to show their respect and 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 have that little tribute badge. Um, and we figured out that uh, for an individual person to order from GB it fans, it was pretty cheap. Yeah, the, uh, the pin. I mean, they obviously made no profit on the pin. The pin was what, like three bucks, something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was. But the shipping mm-hmm. for us would have been, I think, the equivalent of about 40 bucks to get that single pin 
over here to the to the UK. So we, um, I don't know if we should even admit it or not, if it's okay to, but we ordered, uh, we, we kind of came together as a group and I we put one that. order in, uh, got them delivered to one address over here and then kind of distributed them out. And that, that sort of absorbed the, the shipping cost a little bit. I'm sure there's no problem with that. I yeah. mean, we again, we didn't make a profit on them either. You know, we we covered shipping costs, we covered the cost of the pin, and boom, that was it. Uh, and we made sure. I guess I don't know. I think we got about sixty of those out to members. Yeah, I mean, of the group, I bought like twenty five. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. It's what we got to do. Them and the Harold Ramis pins, they also re-released those, and you know, bought them for them for some of our team. And then if I had to ship them, I'd be like, you know, it's like three dollars to ship it, and you know. But which is you know nothing like what you guys have to pay, uh, so you know. But it is a testament to all the fans out there, like how much um, you know we're willing to help one another out and just keep it just fits in with the Ghostbusters spirit. And and um, this might be slight off uh, top topic, but um, in general, when I see one of the things that drew me towards the Ghostbusters fandom was the amount of charity work that the, each franchise done. And this isn't done to like, uh, oh, uh, this isn't done like, um, oh, we've been sponsored by, oh, we've been promoted by Ghost Corp to do this. We do this because we want to do it. It's our way of you know, giving back. And um, it's one of the one of the coolest things about the Ghostbusters franchise. I think it's one of the only franchises that I've seen where the fans do so much work. And it's just, beautiful to see really and it just says a lot about people that are are the fans so it, it's, it's amazing to see and to be a part of I absolutely I agree 100% it's I mean when 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 you you hear about um, all the different stories uh, about all the different franchises and groups out there that have done their little bits for various charities and and um as well, as Jazz said, I mean, to be a part of it now is is well, it's it's beyond words. To be perfectly honest, it's 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 wonderful. Yeah. It, it really is. And I know a lot of us guys around the West Midlands are, are so so thankful to to Dean for like reaching out and and setting things up. And it's again, it's 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 just wonderful to be a part of. It really is. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling him out on that. Uh, Lee is Lee is the guy who welcomes everybody when they join, um, gets them talking, uh, you know, lets them know. It, it, more often than not, Lee's the the first point of contact for anyone who joins the group for the first time. Um, and without fail, when anybody new joins, he's like, "Welcome, uh, you know, welcome to the firehouse. Make sure you don't, you know." <laughs> Clean the clean the ectoplasm <laughs> off your suit before you come through the door, um, and and he sets the tone. He really does. Um, so I appreciate it, but they mainly talk oh, to I'll you. I just let them know where the cleaning rooms are, and you know to make sure to uh, fully decontaminate before you prep food because we 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 don't want uh, we don't want any ecto covered cookies or you know, right. again. <laughs> possessed washing machines again. It's 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 not a fun <laughs> thing. He basically just gets all of the disclaimers signed. So if anybody does end up with an actual haunting, it can't get traced back to us. Sounds you know? like a pretty important part of the group. No, 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 God, no. I've been in and out of this podcast like 
all the way through. <laughs> I've had so many technical difficulties. I've actually had to get my lad in to help me sort it out because he's a lot smarter than I am. So, yes, and and little ones here as well. <laughs> Shout out, by the way, to, to the youngest member, the youngest kind of standalone member of our group right there. We've got uh, we've got lots of kids in the in the in the chapter that have joined kind of through their parents' accounts and so on, but um Youngest member of the group. Yep. <laughs> well, glad to have you on the podcast. Well, thank you very much for inviting us. And again, I'm very sorry for the technical oh, difficulty. It's all right, man. Believe me, it it happens. Uh, it, it's the internet is a weird thing. It it's a great <laughs> tool, but you know there is a lot of technical issues out there. Uh, but we do uh, appreciate y'all being on the show. And, uh, you know, we hope to uh, keep in contact with you guys. And if there's anything we can do to help you out, you know, just let us know. Um, Brilliant. Thank you. Before we get offline this week, but we do want to bring up um, a, a charity event that we are working on. This is our summer charity event that we're doing here um, with the Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters. And uh, this uh, this summer, we are going to be raising money for two foster closets in uh, Tennessee, uh, Compassion Closet down in Knoxville and Smiles Foster Closet here in Kingsport. And uh, what they do is, you know, uh, a lot of times a foster child will come into a home with pretty much barely even the clothes on their back. Uh, if and these groups will allow foster parents to come in and, you know, get, get clothing and items like that that they need for these children that they're caring for. And so that is our charity drive that we're going to be working on here for the next, uh, probably about the next month and a half. And we have set up a GoFundMe for that, and you can access that through our um, our page on Facebook, or you can um, go to uh, GoFundMe.com. Um, you know what? I will put the link in the show notes because this link is a little bit of a beast. <laughs> but I'm sure you can find uh, Smoky Mountain Ghostbusters on GoFundMe.com and uh, make a donation that way. Um, but it really goes to a great cause, especially one that's very near and dear to my heart, considering that my family are, is fostering to adopt a little six-month-old boy. And oh. so, but so if anybody out there would like to help us with our fundraiser, um, you know, please do. Uh, it, it does go to a great cause. And once again, guys, thanks for being on the show. Josh and Josh, our uh, Josh and Stereo, glad to have you all back in the saddle. And uh, we will uh, look forward to uh, next Good episode. And uh, we're going to be coming up on our season finale here uh, pretty soon. Um, I think we've got probably two more episodes maybe, or one, I think, no, I think our next episode is going to be our season finale. And I think we're going to be doing a, is it a kayfabe, Josh, that we'd uh, planned on doing for our season finale? 
So uh, we're going to be doing that. Um, and then uh, we are going to take a planned couple of weeks off, maybe three weeks, to uh, retool for season two. I think we're going to have a couple of new faces with us. Um, and I think uh, season two is going to be even better than season one. But until then, guys, I uh, hope everybody has a great week and good afternoon and God bless, my friends. <laughs>